Welcome back to the Gnome Boys. New episode with Dirk, Matt, and Neil here. A uh, little Oscars talk uh, for this week's episode. You know, it would have just happened on this past Sunday. Be a little old news, but still fun to talk about. Big, big night in the movie industry. Some interesting aspects of it to to go over for sure. And then maybe some some general movie talk, kind of see where that conversation takes us. But I think Neil's got uh, at least a little Harry Potter update for us. Yep. Like you said, just a little 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 tidbit here. Uh, it's it's something it's a common thing that's you know happened through all the books so far as I'm on the fifth one here so just the act of apparating I think that's the correct way to say it yeah I feel like this wasn't highlighted much in the movies at all with you know from getting from point a to point b I don't know if in the movies it is it would just make it like too easy to I guess for the characters to move around where they needed more development with how they I guess moved I don't know if that's something you guys have noticed when you're reading them or or your thoughts on it you mean just like in general like why wouldn't they apparate more often yeah i just feel like it's more well, well, you, you hear about it more in the book than like singing in the movies too yeah well part of it is you can't within the walls of hogwarts it's like part of the enchantment oh that's true um so so are they so like when they're are you at the part where they're learning how to apparate no i don't oh, know if that's could... the i'm so i'm like in the fifth one I honestly can't remember what book, which book that's in, but but anyway, sure. they, they discuss how when they're doing like the training, they have to disable that that spell within whatever room they're in, so they can, oh, so they can do it or the enchantment, I guess. Um, so that's that's part of it. And then I think in the movie, it it just kind of felt like just a plot point that didn't need to be explained. Sure, you can just you can tell obviously from seeing it happen what what the point of it is and you know in the book i think it's actually the sixth book now that you think about it based on what comes after that makes sense because in, um, in the fifth one here fred and george just learned or they just like passed whatever test okay to be yep, able to do it yeah. legally I think. yeah then, then i'm then it's got to be the, the sixth book yeah. couldn't remember that part specifically but um it, it ties a little bit into that but it's an easy thing to cut out of the movie um so it doesn't that specific part of it doesn't play a huge role they drop a little nuggets um that kind of feed into what happens later but it's not hugely important in the grand scheme of things yeah that makes sense but yeah i think at the beginning of that they they joke with the weasleys there's kind of apparating up and down stairs yeah he's and, like and, and, it'll and take molly, you an extra 10 seconds and to molly go like freaks stairs. out like just because you can does it mean you have to yeah well they're like they're like practicing their landing on top of uh ron and you know they're like just kind of practicing make their ways in the room but right right it's just more they're just doing it just because they can now. Yeah, makes sense. Was that all? Yep, yep. Just that that uh, little short one. I'm pretty early in the fifth book, so not besides uh, Harry's trial, not too much has happened. Sure. All right. Well, let's move on to to the Oscars this past Sunday night. Um, so I, as you can imagine, watched the entire ceremony. How much of it, if any, did you guys watch? I wa- I was popping in and out. I was um, I was. I was intrigued to begin with kind of lost interest. And then I was like, well, maybe I should go back into it. I was watching some basketball as well. Um, just kind of switching back and forth and keeping up with it on Twitter. Um, so I was maybe like 60% I watched. Yeah. And I was, I was actually out of town this weekend, so I didn't really see much of it, but I did follow along on, uh, on social media a little bit with it. Okay. Yeah. Cause there are, there are a few, change-ups i guess if you will to to how the ceremony went and you know the the best picture lead actor 
ending of it all is kind of the big the big point. Um, so we'll just start off with that. Did you guys um, read into this, or did you at least watch the clip if you didn't see it live of the the last I guess three awards in the night with best picture, lead actress, lead actor? Yep. Yep. So, so what they what they typically do is like at any award show they'll they'll close with the biggest award of the night. So whether it's record of the year whatever it might be, Grammys, Emmys, Oscars. So Oscars, of course, will be the best picture. And it's always, always the last award of the night. And this year, there were three awards left. And all of a sudden, they start announcing the nominees for best picture. And everyone on Twitter is just losing their minds because they don't know what's happening. And then pretty quickly, um, people kind of assumed that they wanted to close the show or the ceremony with Chadwick Boseman winning for best actor and everyone who realized that was like yeah that's kind of cool and all but what if he loses because there was there was some talk that anthony hopkins would win best actor for his part in the father and that's exactly what happened so they announced best announced best picture they announced lead actress um francis mcdormand for nomadland and then joaquin phoenix comes up and it was just the most anticlimactic ending ever i'm gonna pull up at least the audio of that um of that um, announcement of the final award here and just to kind of get an idea of how just bad it was and the academy award for actor goes to anthony hopkins the father <laughs> The Academy congratulates Anthony Hopkins and accepts the Oscar on his behalf. Thank you. So I didn't. And then, uh, and then that just ended the show. It's just okay. Good night. See you guys later. So I didn't watch Anthony Hopkins like acceptance speech. I don't know if he had one in the show or. So no. So he he long ago was like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go. Mm-hmm. He, he got vaccinated. He wanted to travel. He was he was home in bed. He, he offered to, um, can't remember if it was either live or his pre-record, like a zoom call for his acceptance speech. So they had it. So they had one ready. And the producers of the show said, no, they're one of their big sticking points was no zoom calls at the awards. Um, so they had a bunch of people in, in attendance and they had different like hubs around, around the world, a couple in Europe, um, and other places that, I think the closest one maybe for him was either maybe England and Ireland. He was at home in Wales and he just didn't want to go. I mean, the man's 83 years old. Uh, I think that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah, that's fair. And, <laughs> and they said no to him doing a zoom call. Um, and they, so they knew he wasn't going to be there. They knew it could end with the final award of the night being someone who's just not there. And we don't need to get too, too deep into this. Cause I feel like I probably care more than you guys, you know, we'll see. I guess. <laughs> um, but at least with best picture, when that's last, you know somebody is going to be there in attendance. Yeah, there's a wide range of people that can accept that. Yes, yeah, anyone, anyone who's a producer on the movie is who actually wins the award, um, and at least one of them is going to show up, or at least one will be at a hub somewhere around the world. And then Hopkins had told them he's not going to be there, and and they flew out Chadwick Boseman's wife, so she was in attendance in Los Angeles, and. I guess the one small silver lining is that this proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that the producers don't know who wins um, because there's zero chance yeah, that's they would have done this knowing 
um, Hopkins won. And one of the producers producers had a had a quote after the fact. Uh, what's this clown's name? Um, <laughs> Rob Mills, I think his name. I know it's Mills. Yep, Rob Mills. He says it was a calculated risk that I think still paid off because everybody was talking about it. Everyone was talking about it because it was terrible. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Any publicity is good publicity. That's, that's what he's going on. But I didn't see one person fully in support of it. I saw a lot of people who were like, Hey, at least they took a swing for it. Did something different. Could have been really good. Just kind of fell flat. But no, I mean, it, it was, yeah, an absolute dud of an ending to what I thought was a pretty good show up to did you guys see the like the the trivia thing they did near the end? No. They did, they did like that. Oscar song trivia. So like Questlove and Lil Rel Howry were like introducing some songs and people were trying to guess what they were. And it was just brutal cuz that that's one of my least favorite parts of the Oscars is the little gimmicks or or like skits that they do. Yeah. I hate them. They almost never pay off. And this one had avoided that the entire time up until that. And it, it just stopped the show in its tracks. And then it then it ended with Nomadland winning Best Picture, Francis McDormand winning Best Best Actress, then Anthony Hopkins. And have, Anthony Hopkins, have you guys seen The Father? I have not, yeah. no. Yeah, I, I have. And and I mean he was incredible in it. He 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 was great. But to go back to what you said, Hambone, which is it it's an interesting thing for me to think about about uh, the producers not knowing. Cause I think honestly, before that, before what you just said about flying out Chadwick Boseman's wife and the producers not knowing I was fully on board with like, yeah, they know what they're doing, but I guess I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it in that sense because that's, that would just be extremely cold hearted if, if they knew who was winning and they still fly her out there. Just speaking strictly of that. They'd, um, but they'd almost back, they'd almost still have to because if they if they knew yeah, they that's didn't, true that's then it would true. give away that give away that that's he true. lost that's a good point that's a good yeah point. could go either way with that then yeah no it's good. yeah I, I just had never thought about it like that so but now now I'm back from the fence I don't know well but well, either way you guys you guys remember the uh, sorry we'll come back to that the the La La Land Moonlight thing from a few years oh yeah, right? oh, where, yeah they, where they yeah, announced yeah. the wrong <laughs> best picture yep and, yeah and yeah. and I don't know how that's possible. They were he, the dude was given the wrong envelope, so he so they have they have they have two envelopes. For each it's award. this huge award show. Like yeah, who is like, screwing this up? What are you talking up? about? So you I, talking I, I got the <laughs> explanation. Not that it's a good one, but I got the explanation. So the guy from um, Price Waterhouse, they so that they're the accounting firm that handles the, the tabulation mm-hmm. and the kind of the hold in the results, if you will. And they have two envelopes for every award. I think it's either as a backup or they have one on each side of the stage. What, why do you need a backup? And why isn't it the case. same as the and, yeah, original so exactly. one? Why is the backup the runner-up? <laughs> oh, no, sorry. So the no, original no, no, no. one got lost, so the backup no, wins. No, so I think they have one on each side of the stage is, is what it is. So that depending on which side they come in on, they, they always have one ready. And okay. so, but um, so was it Warren Beatty? He was given the second envelope to the best actress. And it said Emma Stone, oh. La La Land on, okay. the, on the card. So he saw La La Land, didn't okay. put together that Emma Stone wouldn't have been on it if it was Best Picture. Right, just, right. Just announced La La Land. And then nobody knew anything until the producers of La La Land went up there and looked at the card. and was like, oh, shit, this is not yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying now. It wasn't that there were two different uh, Best Picture 
winner envelopes. It was right. it was just the wrong envelope in general. It was the wrong envelope in general. Okay. Yeah, okay. it was for the it. wrong category. Um, and so that kind of let people know, like, oh yeah, not everybody knows what's happening. Yeah, and, yeah. And then this this time, if people still weren't sure about that, this this can convince you beyond a doubt that Got that it. nobody aside from might only be two or three people like in the world know the results ahead of time. Okay. That's interesting that, that I didn't, I didn't realize that. And I guess it does make me now thinking about it the last five minutes, it does make me feel a little bit better about it because I, I actually didn't watch or didn't flip back, flip back in time for that, which I'm a little mad about, but I did see the Twitter clips. Like you said, Ambon. I did obviously see it. And of course the um, audio too, that you just pulled up. And you, you saying that hand, it just made me think of, are, are you bringing up the audio clip and referencing uh, something along the lines of like walking Phoenix, just being like, well, yep, that's it. And we're done. And then it just ending makes me that's think of, uh, see you guys. It makes, yeah, it makes me think of a uh, big gulp. So, well, <laughs> see you later. And just like super awkward. That's honestly like, the energy that he brought to it. Yeah. That's, that's like what it, when I watched the clip, when he just brought up the audio and explained it, it's like, that's, that's how awkward it was. Like, it just and, was and like, the, right, the well, full clip. Done. So that was the one uploaded by ABC and the full um, announcement by Phoenix was even worse. So if you watched any of the award presentations, the presenters, it was a lot of actors and actresses doing it and they would give some sort of um, brief little talk, I guess, about what got them into movies, why they love movies, how these um, nominees maybe like affect, affected their lover movies or how the nominees got into music or mm-hmm. movies themselves. And then Phoenix basically got up. He's like, yeah, I'm supposed to talk about what I feel when I watch these, these performances, but I don't really have that connection. So I'm just not going to do it. It's, it's basically what he said. <laughs> and so already was at a, it was, it was at a damper because he's just not there to do what he's supposed to do, which yeah. makes sense if it's Phoenix, but, and you should know what you're getting if you get walking Phoenix to do that. Right. And, and um, so is it right? Cause he won best actor last year. He right? won last year. Yeah. So is it always the year before presents? Um, I don't think Are so. They- I'm trying to, Cause I don't think. Renee Zellweger announced, announced or best, just a coincidence actress. Yeah, I never, I never, I guess, thought about it until I've never really paid attention to that. Maybe they try to. Yeah, depending. Because um, like they're under no obligation to do it. Okay. Which, which makes it even weirder that he even agreed to do it. I'm honestly yeah. surprised he didn't show up in like jeans and a sweatshirt <laughs> versus the full the full suit he had on or tux that he had yeah. on. But that was it. Was just uh, I mean, Anthony Hopkins was a absolutely a worthy winner of the award so that part's not what i'm upset about i wanted bozeman to win would have been an amazing story to cap off his his life the award season the oscar night itself yeah but but hopkins 1000 percent is deserving of the award agreed um so so that part and another reason why you shouldn't have done it last because it was he wasn't a lock like Daniel Kaluuya for supporting actor. He won yeah. every award leading up to that, at least every televised award, which is kind of kind of big or typically big indicators of who's going to win the Oscar. And Bozeman won all those except for BAFTA, which the is the British or European, I guess, um, movie awards. And some people thought that was maybe just like a home field advantage, if you will, for for Hopkins. And then obviously it turned out to be just kind of late gaining momentum. But 
it was a big gamble. I don't like that they took it, but I'm kind of, in a sense, I'm glad this happened so they can just see, oh, yeah, so they can, they can live with the backlash that it's getting. Yeah. Because if it had worked out, they may be, although I don't know that Steven Soderbergh will come back to do it um, in, the, in the future, but might embolden them to make other decisions like this in, in future years. But hopefully next year we're back to normal and or as normal as we can, we can be, and they'll just do the normal best picture at the end. Just, just keep it simple. Done it that way for 90 years for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think it is. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's it, this year was just so different, I guess you could say interesting overall um, with, with that, I, I guess with the quote, as much as I, I completely agree with you, Hamon, that it was just, I don't know. It's just, yeah. A, a swing for the fences, which would have been incredible if it worked out, uh, but it didn't. And so that in a way, I don't know, it puts a, it puts a cloud over the whole thing, I think. Yeah. Cause now this is what everyone's talking about is how much right. they bungled right. the ending. Sure. Right. So you mentioned Hopkins 83. I mean, he's, I've spent a ton of movies. Has he won this award before? Yeah. He won for silence of the lambs. Uh, that's well, never saw it. So makes sense why I don't remember. You should. You should see that one. Absolutely. Uh, I would say <laughs> I'll put on my to-do list, but I'm probably not going to. That's the other. That's the other thing, though, too, is that he'd already won an award or won yep. this award. Yep. Sure. And and so, not that There's... you ha- not, you, not that you have to vote based on who has or hasn't won, but this obviously is Bozeman's last chance to win an Oscar, and in a in a deserving performance too. And Hopkins has already won, and clearly he doesn't necessarily care about getting caught up in the whole thing you know he did release a little video statement um on monday just you know saying he's honored for it you know like you're supposed to and, I, and i'm sure he, i'm sure he is honored that he feels good about it but yeah. he, i don't think he's putting much stock into what awards he's winning and and to their credit um chadwick bozeman's brother came out with a statement today or today or monday as well just saying yeah i mean it would have been nice to win but chad never put much stock into the oscars it would have been a nice achievement yeah. but it wasn't kind of a any sort of be all end all of, of his act of his acting career, but still would have been a nice, a nice statement on a tragically short life there that he had. Yeah. yeah I'm looking, sure. I was just having looking here that it looked like Anthony Hopkins paid a little tribute to Chadwick too. Yeah. He, yeah. He met, I can't remember exactly how he phrased, it, but he, he mentioned something um, about Chadwick in his, in his, sure. I mean, his speech was super short, like any, any old any old man who just wants to go back to bed or travel like he's been doing right <laughs> i mean i mean he was asleep when uh when the, it was announced because it was like 4 a.m in wales where, where he yeah. lives yeah but exactly. yeah, he's been, he's just been traveling as soon as he, as soon as he got the guys vaccination he's been, just been traveling just having as much fun as an 83 year old can sure. i guess you know yeah. more power to him i mean yeah you, you definitely you, you can't knock that i mean he's, he's like you said i when he's vaccinated after the whole last year he's 83 he's trying to do what he wants to do absolutely um, but with that being said yeah i think that they um like you said the is, is chadwick's brother and, and anthony hopkins hopkins they all handle it as best and and professional i guess so to speak as you could or as you can um but I, but i think that that is it was interesting for me to think about after the fact that hopkins had already won so it isn't going down the path of like an older actor or actress that hadn't won before. Glenn Close. Exactly. Yep. That had already, or or I should say that had been nominated and 
was, you know, in, in the, the talks of winning and all right, we're going to give them, we're going to give them this award because you never know if it's going to happen again type of thing. Like that, that wasn't the case. Is yeah. Where I'm going with that. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn Close, I think is the most nominated. Yeah. I think, I don't think it's just actors, actor or actress without winning. Yeah. I think she's over eight, I believe. I had yeah. no idea about that. And then she was nominated for Hillbilly Elegy um, in a questionable nomination, but it, it kind of felt like maybe she'd get that. Hey, you haven't, you haven't won yet. Here's an Oscar for you award. <laughs> Cause that, that's what people kind of felt that um, Leo's win for the Revenant was. Yeah. Well, cause he kept falling short. Cause yeah. And then um, I think Scorsese for the departed for the directing was kind of the same thing. It's like, well, there's an all time iconic actor or director. This maybe isn't their best work. Although I think the departed is white is right up there, but, um, but you deserve it. So, he, so here's the award. Cause that's always, that's always in the, back of minds of you know pundits and, and fans alike when when voting comes out when there's a nominee in that situation yeah that's what that's why i was saying it like because i know glenn close was nominated this year for an oscar and a razzie award for like best same, worst the movie. same yeah and oh there was, like there was that, no best about it she was nominated for worst actress right but i mean like which which is funny which worst. is funny because um that, that razzies are the worst of the worst yeah, but I mean, like that's the that's the the go to award show for the worst movies. Is yeah, but the the, the thing was, did you guys see that movie Hillbilly Elegy? Yes, and I, I think we know. talked about the Sam mode. She like, was great in it. Yeah, I liked the, her. The Everything movie, else sucked. The movie's not good, but she's not yeah. the problem with right. the movie. Right. So I that agree. was weird Completely. that she got nominated for a Razzie. Yep. For that one, because she was she was perfectly fine. She yeah. was very she, good. I remember watching. That I don't know that it was an Oscar nominee worthy, yeah, but yeah, she was. So but she was that. totally fine, if not the yeah, at least. Yes, and that's why I was bringing up like th- that's why she, if like you said, Hamon, she was nominated for an Oscar for maybe not her best or the movie's best, uh, the best movie she was in or performance, but because she's been along around for so long and so many other nominations that she didn't win because that that movie was i think the only reason i even watched it is because she was putting on a pretty good performance in it and netflix ease of access i'm sure <laughs> yeah true that wasn't a great that helps movie. yeah but speaking of that i'm sure one thing you guys don't know diane warren who was nominated for um original song for uh, for a scene from the life of life ahead that is, I think, her twelfth or thirteenth nomination, and she has not won yet either. <laughs> Jeez, I think I can't remember. It's all song. I think it's all original songs that she's been nominated for, and just huh. the big over. Yeah, someday, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just not meant to be. Don't me- say that, Hambone. Come on. Meanwhile, no meanwhile, Trent Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, um. Got their second score nominee or score win. The boys, uh, boys from Lincoln Park. Yeah, yeah. So that was so. Or, wait, no, is it Lincoln Park? I'm just like an idiot if I have that wrong. I thought it was. I hope you're wrong. I'm definitely wrong. It was some. It was some band. God damn it! I don't think that was because Soul had best original score, right? I didn't yeah. know Lincoln Park part. Oh, Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails. That's what okay. it was. Trent Reznor was in was in Nine Inch Nails, and they. Wait, and well, they, they are in it. They are Nine Inch Nails. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross from Nine Inch Nails, and they, and they won, won the hmm. score for best for best. They won the Oscar for best score for Soul, for and Soul, also yeah. won for um, 
the uh, social network. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. Soul, Neil, did you watch Soul? Yeah, I think I watched yeah. it on Christmas Day, whatever day it came out. Was it Christmas Day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I watched it on yeah, Christmas it Day. That movie, I mean, that was a classic. I think we, we, the three of us have texted about this, but that was as a classic, you know, animated, like that movie. Oh, absolutely. Was, that was great. But the score, like I was jamming and that's crazy. Nine Inch Nails, huh? It's it's really funny thinking about that movie now because it had the the inc- maybe the best joke of the last year with the the ricochet shot at the Knicks. Oh, they're, they're, yeah. What okay. was it again? They're they're in that they're in that land or not land that part of um whatever yeah, that what is that called again? I can't remember. It's where the, it's like he's not dead, but he's like because his soul is still alive. Whatever they called it. Yeah. Yeah, so let me. Yeah, did um, they call it? I, did they call it? In, it uh, definitely has a name. I just don't remember what they called it. Yeah, hang on. I've got that clip up, at least on the audio. Oops. Check this out. I have been messing with this team. Oh, I got some commentary video on there. That's what the guy. The guy was talking about it right as. <laughs> as the next part came up watch this this one should work oops check this out i have been messing with this team for decades let's <laughs> lose another one all right all right <laughs> there are the rumors going that yeah, uh, apparently hilarious. some stars are are interested in going to to the next now not to get off topic here. I but mean, yeah, I, I they get in line for one lately. four seed, and and the people just flock. I guess. I, yeah, I guess when you're a big market, that's what you get. But I mean, Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, they've been balling this year. I mean, they're not been doing. They haven't been doing bad. So, who's that? Uh, what what's that rookie's name that they have? Um, um quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah Emmanuel, Emmanuel, Emmanuel quickly. quickly. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, him. Uh, but no, they have a they have a good. Well, how old is Randall at this point? Because I feel like were we in college when that. he was at Kentucky? I feel like he was he's he like one of those us? guys that that's been in the league forever. Yep, he's he's twenty six. I looked it up the other day because I had the exact same thought. It was like that dude, uh, the dude from Notre Dame, that center, who felt like he was there for ten years. Do you guys know what I'm oh, talking yeah. about? Oh yeah, Notre uh, Dame. Aaron Aaron Gardy or Aaron Luke 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 Aaron Gordy. Aaron, yeah, I know the guy right. talking about. I don't Aaron think Gody. that I don't think we're saying the name right, but but yeah, I know who you're it talking it, about Luke Aaron Gody, Aaron Gody, Aaron Gody, H A R A N G O D Y. Yeah, Randall was drafted in 2014, so I guess he's been in for you know seven years, but yeah, I feel like he's been in for a lot. It's basically like all the all the senior players on Duke who just feel like they've been in college for like eight years. Yeah. Well, I mean, Randall was on the the Lakers during their dark days, so that probably aged him a lot too. Having to go through that, <laughs> true. The, the the one uh, Bohannon from Iowa is coming back. He's been in college, I think, six years now. So that's well, like it's like classic. yeah, because you can get like a red shirt, and then you can get uh, like a health. Uh, you get medical red shirts yeah. too. Right? And yeah, medical medical one. Like, yeah, yeah. And now with COVID, you just get to come back if you want. So, <laughs> but that's hilarious about Soul in the next. Uh, but with that being said, so so I was like Soul. I was jamming to soul the whole time. That was a great sound score, but I didn't know it was nine inch nails. That's wild. Yeah. Fun fun fact. I saw about 
seven to 10 minutes of Nine Inch Nails set at Lollapalooza. I believe it was 2013. Do you remember any of it? Oh, I remember it. I remember watching Clearly, it. He, first, just, like, he just gave us a memory. He remembers some of it. I mean, <laughs> someone else could have like, told him he was there. He doesn't no, mean he remembers it. It was like the first song, to one to three songs I watched, and then I went to somebody else. Not sure who I went to, but wasn't having it. Wasn't. I mean, it was fun for three minutes or for three <laughs> songs, but uh, yeah, I went somewhere else after. Um, for the let me just, let's just go over kind of the best picture movies. Um, just as a refresher, you guys, Nomadland won, and the other nominees: The Father. Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. How many of those did you guys see? Or I guess if you've seen the most, which ones did you not see? Uh, I The two I have not seen are Mank and Minari, which I, I need to watch because I've heard obviously good things about them. I know they're up for the Oscar uh, Best Picture for a reason. With all that being said, um, I don't, I don't know if you, if we're going to get into this later, but um, Carrie Mulgan and Promising Young Woman was incredible. I, 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 I guess going back to our chat about people that haven't won an Oscar that should, Frances McDormand winning for No Land, I definitely agree her, and understand third. that. I thought it was, her th- I thought she hadn't won before. Uh, no, she won for Fargo. Um, what? I'm blanking. Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, and, I didn't know that. I didn't. And know then this, and then she also won as a producer for Nomadland, so not the best actress, but but so she's won four Oscars, three, three for acting. Hmm. I did not know that. Never mind then about about what I was going to say. But she obviously <laughs> she was incredible in that. But I will say, Carrie Mulligan, I I thought was unbelievable and promising a young woman, and that that film in general, I I thought was was great. Yeah, she would have been my if, pick for for actress, and yeah. that was that would have been my pick for movie too for best picture. Really? Well, I was going to say going off that that promising young woman, No Man Land, um, but son, mine would have been Sound of Metal. You yeah, I know you, you love I, that love that, movie. that movie hit home like that was unbelievable to me. That that film was amazing. I th- I think I think I could see you going either way on Mank, but I think you will love Minari. Okay, I Sweet. I really do. Neil, how many of those were you were you able to catch this year so far? Uh, you could is say it, is uh, it more is it more if if the over <laughs> under is half, which one would I be betting? I'll uh, I'll give you the hint. Um, let's just say I have a long to do list. If you recommend, I watch all of them. <laughs> uh, that it would be the under. Uh, I I know that how much that disappoints and how much <laughs> that hurts you, Hambitch. But I, yeah. I had not. <laughs> I, I saw Soul. The, the one, the only reason it'd be disappointing is because Sound of Metal is on Amazon Prime, Chicago 7 and Mank are on Netflix. And if you have it, Judas and the Black Messiah is HBO Max or was on HBO Max for a limited time. And then Nomad Land is on Hulu. So uh, I, I got, all, I got all, those. all of those. <laughs> so there's, those. there's not a lot of barrier to entry. But um, the, the father, right. the father and Minari came, came late. And they, for a long time, were just that premium rental, so twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you weren't going to a theater, I was able to catch the father in a theater, and I was sent a, I was sent access to Minari. We'll say, by by right, someone else. Fair. So um, I know. Okay, I know what Dirk's answer would be, but if you had to give me one to watch tonight, what would you choose? Waves. <laughs> I know Hamblin likes that answer too. 
Yeah. Our, our Dirk and I love waves. Um, the Trey, Trey Edward Schultz movie with Calvin Harrison Jr., Sterling K. Brown, Taylor Russell, Lucas Hedges, Renee Lee Goldsberry, Alexia, Alexa Demier. Fantastic movie. We, we love it. And we're trying to get Neil to watch it. He's got to watch it. I mean, He's you guys still it'll, it'll give you a mess with your mind. It'll give you some feels. You know, I'm just not always in the right mood for that type of movie. I don't know that it mess with your mind, but it'll definitely give you some feels. All I remember is Dirk saying he watched it and he had to go take a walk just to like yeah. get his mind straight yeah. after it. I did. Yeah. I so did. I watched it the first time at the uh, Twin Cities Film Festival. And there's there was one part of my heart literally like skip the beat. Like I I felt it stop for a second. Never <laughs> happened before. Never, never since it was incredible. Does and this then, make you want to watch Neil? And then absolutely not. And then I watched it with, uh, I my, prefer to live with my roommates and one of their girlfriends. And we, we talked about it for like two hours afterwards. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I don't think my heart stopped. It might've, but I, like Neil said, I went on like a, just, took a little walk just got some fresh air <laughs> thought to myself talked about it afterwards thought about it afterwards for days and if you had to watch one tonight sound of metal for me obviously what'd you say sound of metal though amazon, amazon Prime. okay um, is, that, is that your answer that's dirt that... i would maybe say minari oh but Sound of, Metal's, Sound of Metal is probably a close second. Minari, eh? Drama, hour, 56 minutes. I can handle that, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I would say Promising Young Woman because I think that was my number one movie from last year. Um, but going specifically to you, I would say, yeah, I'd say Minari followed by Sound of Metal. And then... I would I would watch The Father and Promising Young Woman with Sophie. I feel like she saw Promising Young Woman already. I could be wrong though. I can't can't keep track of her all the time. <laughs> Fair enough. But if she hasn't, I think I think I think both I'm sure of she'd be willing be, to rewatch it too. I think both of those would be better. Interesting. You knew you guys said No Man Land or No Mad Land, and that's the one that won. I I like it just fine but it, I didn't think it was incredible. Yeah, that's how I felt. It, it, I 100% understand and, and agree with, with the win for sure. And I liked it. I thought it was very well worth the time, but I agree with um, the, the choices you, or how you explain the other movies and, and watching something else tonight. Yeah, the only movie I would have been disappointed in seeing it win would have been Mank. That was easily my my last ranked of the okay. of the nominees um and and I, i'm a little lower on minari than most i think it's very i think it's very good um but i don't have it as you know a a plus type movie that a lot of people seem to um but a lot, lot of feel good you know it's kind of a, a, a more of a feel good just kind of good good family story but i, I would not fine with that with that winning but Disappointed promising young woman didn't pull it out. Not that I thought it was going to, but I I love, love that movie. And like I said, Carrie Mulligan was amazing in that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, for the Oscars, 
anything else to go over? Any other just kind of general movie talk? Aside from getting Neil to watch Waves, of course. That's going to be quite the job for you guys. <laughs> Neil, can you just explain why you are refusing to watch it? What it's you, almost a game what do you to me at this point. know about the movie? I know absolutely nothing about the movie. But the fact that, especially Dirk, is trying to push it so hard to get me to watch it. So we're in this movie club. I think we've talked about that on the show here, too. And I think Dirk has nominated it twice, at least. If not more, which he legally can't, he can only nominate a movie twice. I think he's trying to nominate multiple times too, <laughs> and it never wins. So for me, it's just it's just, it's just kind of a game too, because I know how bad he wants me to watch it. So I'm just just gonna that's write fair. it out. I can res- I can respect that. That's that's it's all true, and that's all fair. However, Hambo knows this secret. I have if things work out correctly here. Next week, when the people get to pick the next movie, there's three people left. And if my movie wins, you know, what's the, what's the, what's I even have, the category? The, I, that's what I'm saying. If my movie wins for next, you're going to nominate it even if it doesn't fall in no, suit no, no, with the no, category. Gonna, yeah, and no, 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 this no, is no, 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 no. I'm playing chess. Well, you're thinking I'm playing checkers right now. If my movie wins for the category next week, whatever it is, doesn't matter. For you wins, know the 10th time be... you nominated it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not going to be waves. I'm saying if my movie wins, then I get to pick the category and there's two people left. And the category is going to be Taylor Russell playing a high school student. And there's only two movies to pick from. And I'll be very happy if either one is chosen. What's the other movie? Words on the Bathroom Walls. Incredible movie. I talked to him about this too. I like that one a lot. Not as much as waves but I wouldn't be mad about that being picked. And then it's going to come down to waves or that one. Right. Ambon? I mean, those are, like you said, the literal only, t- only yep. two options. <laughs> yep. Neil, what do you think about Just that gaming category? the system. I don't know how I feel. It about is what that. it is. I, I'm stuck. It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. There's no dancing around that one. <laughs> I mean, whatever you got to do to get Neil to watch it, but yeah, we're gonna not get sure about the, the, the lack of integrity in the, Oh come on! How now. you're making it happen? We're gonna get him to watch it one way or another. It's a, it's a, it sounds like a Dirk move. They're both good movies, Hambone. Do you agree? Yeah, I think I think um, Waves is incredible and quite a bit better than Words on Bathroom Walls. I like that a lot though, as well. Um, I love Taylor Russell. I think she's she's gonna yeah. be yeah be huge. At least I hope she is. She's got the talent for it for sure. She she's fantastic. Yeah, she and and Kelvin Harrison Jr., which is not in Words on a, on the Bathroom Walls, but they both are unbelievable. I think. Did um, or I guess Neil, I've got another movie that you could watch tonight. Oh, that I, that I think you would really like. How although, how do you feel about subtitles? Uh what kind of movie are we talking about? have you seen another round okay i did start to watch it but i didn't have the subtitles on so nothing made sense (laughs) it's it's a a subtitled movie how do you just not have them on i was i don't know i put it on hulu and there was no subtitles did you turn them off maybe i i I don't know i i i gave up pretty quickly to be honest i don't what that's very 
It's just weird. I maybe I, I picked the one where it didn't have subtitles. There was maybe there's <laughs> multiple versions. And Bone, are you excited? I see you looking things up, but are you excited for the Leo American version of this movie? Um, no. The, for for one, it just came out. I don't know, and and it's a very well known movie, so it's not like it's some small independent foreign film that. Yeah, what that, was it? What was it nominated for? Um. Or it, did it have a couple? It won international feature and oh no, that was it. That was it. Um, I was thinking that it had best director, but he he just accept, accepted the award. Yeah, it won for um, international feature. Should have been up for for best picture, I thought. I, but um, I'm just trying to log into Hulu. But I can't remember my my password for some reason. So I want to pull up the um. What the hell? I'll pull up another round and see if I get the same thing as you. But but no, so do you do you know? I guess but get back to Dirk's thing on, on Leo. So yeah, it was announced that um Leo is attached to an American adaptation of it. And so for those who don't know or aren't familiar with the movie, it's about these four high school teachers in Denmark. Um, headlined by by Mads Mikkelsen and they're going through various midlife crises and I guess there's some fictional philosopher in the movie who posits that life would be better if you are always at I think like a 0.05 BAC Um, so they they decided to basically start drinking throughout the day at work at home they set parameters you know not before or after these hours i think not on the weekends maybe and it just kind of goes through their life after or when they start doing that and how how it affects them and there's a it's so tied to the to the culture of the country like drinking is is viewed differently there like i think the drinking age is 18 so the high the high school students that they teach a lot of them are allowed to or legally allowed to drink and it's so tied into that society that I don't know how they're going to make that make that work assuming it's set in America I don't know why it wouldn't be um but if it is set set in the US I don't know how they're going to frame that cuz then it just feels like alcoholics and that's kind of what it is but it it feels different because of of how drinking is viewed in Denmark, at least in the Denmark of the movie. Right. Like I was really intrigued by the the concept of the movie. So I was like, oh yeah, like I'll pop this on. And then I was just disappointed with no subtitles. But now that you mentioned there definitely should have been some, I, I'm going to go for it again here. Yep. It has um, one of it has my favorite scene of any movie from last year. I'll just say that. Do we have a timestamp? Um, I don't want to say that. Because I don't want to have you waiting I, for it. I just want to make sure I don't miss it. You won't miss it. You won't miss it. You'll, you'll know it. Okay. So when I when I played it, it didn't have subtitles. But then you just... What turn, do you know? But, but then you just turn them on. Yeah, but that's also fair. Yeah, that's fair from Neil's end. I think I'm, I think I'm on Neil's side here. Honestly, I was probably... I think I was on my computer at the same time. So I wasn't like 
as focus. And then I was like, okay, we're 15 minutes and I have no idea what has happened here. <laughs> gotcha. There's no subtitles and it's not English. It's like kind of just, yeah. I, I mean, I shouldn't have gave up on it, but I'm surprised that I would think any, any non-English speaking movie would just have subtitles as, as the default result. Um, but yeah, if you just turn on subtitles, then there will be subtitles. I'm on your side though for this because um, your boy last year, Hambone. I, I guess I shouldn't say your boy, but your movie last year and your boy, Bong Joon Ho. Yes, that before that became like a must. Before Parasite, I, sh- I, sh- I should say the movie. Before Parasite became like a watch must watch movie. When I when I tried to watch it originally, I remember I turned on subtitles and it was so. After ten minutes, I gave up because it was so the the English subtitle words were so all over the place. It was like this doesn't make any sense. And then I talked to you about it. I got the right the right uh, version. And after ten minutes, I was like, oh, now I'm sucked in. This actually, I. What do you mean you didn't have the right version? They had like, I don't know exactly what was going on. Um, but I didn't. The subtitles that were being presented to me originally were not the correct uh translation oh i see i see what you mean with that so so uh when when i got the correct version it, it was like oh this actually makes a lot of sense i'm i i'm now sucked in like this this is a good uh movie after 10 minutes i'm talking about so sure. my whole rambling now is that i understand that you Neil being like, well, what I don't even get what's going on. That you're like, okay, I'm gonna stop. Yeah, like I said, didn't well, help it yeah, didn't have my head up the whole time. Yeah. And that's that's one of the things that's great about foreign movies is that when you watch stuff now, it's you're so often on your phone or doing mm, something else while yeah. you have it on. But then when you have a foreign language movie, if you want to have any idea what's happening, you can't do that. You've got to be be fully dialed in the whole time. Yep. And and like you when you mentioned um, director Bong, he had that that statement when he won. Oh, I can't remember which award it was last year. I think the director because he won for screenplay, director, and and picture and international. Maybe it's for international. I can't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He said basically, once you open yourself, once you get past that one inch barrier of subtitles, you open yourself up to a a whole new world of film, something yeah. like that. Or as um, do you, do you guys do you guys follow Shea Serrano? I used to be super into him, um, but I haven't I haven't in the last like two years. He he just had, had a tweet during the Oscars. Um, Bong Joon Ho won the biggest awards at the Oscars, and then got up on stage and called everyone who refused to read subtitles an idiot. Lo, a motherfucking king. <laughs> I think did you retweet that? I think I saw that. I did. Yeah. 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 That. Yeah. That was hilarious. That Hamlin. I guess. Good segue. I. I how did you like seeing him this year? Oh, it was incredible. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the listeners could have seen Hambone's face right there. <laughs> Just lit up. I mean, you I mean, I suppose I should have seen it coming with with how much of like a revelation he was last year. Just taking over the award season. Oh, it was it was amazing. He gets up there in this like dark backlit you can't really see him there's no subtitles you don't know what's happening and then in, in a very insider like industry super fan moment so 
for anyone who followed the award season last year, he had his, he had his translator. um, I'm going to look up her name right now. I believe it's Susan Choi. If I'm, if I have that right, I'm going to double check that to make sure I get it right. And she, she basically became a, a star Sharon Choi. Sorry, Sharon Choi. Um, she be, became kind of a star in her own right that people were just like obsessed with her. And then, so when Bong was up there talking and there were no subtitles and he was speaking in Korean, people were kind of confused and they pan over and they're, and they're Sharon Choi then doing the translation. That was, that was a huge nod to just like, okay, we're doing this for our fans, for our true like core audience. And that moment was, was awesome. It would seem like nothing to people who didn't know that. It's like, oh, just this director speaking in, foreign language korean that they've got someone translating for but i mean i don't know how many other people there are where people like fans of theirs know their translator's name like this that was that was honestly the best moment of the night for me wait oh yeah yeah never mind i, didn't, I think I it didn't only kind of... only would have been topped by a carrie mulligan win promising young woman win and a chadwick or a chadwick win yeah so no no comfortably I, I... in the top five I, I complete everything you just said. I could not be more on board with it. It perfectly said by you. It just for a second there, I had to connect the dots in my head for, for about one thing you said. But no, I I, I completely agree. Um, and I also thought for me, the like I said, I didn't watch. I was flipping back and forth. I didn't watch the whole thing. But for me, I loved. Um, uh, I'm I'm apologize. I'll, I I I'm going to say the name wrong, so I apologize. But Yun Yu Ying Young. I'm sorry. Yun Yu Zhang. Yu Zhang. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, I am sorry about that. But meeting Brad Pitt, I thought that was incredible. I loved that. Well, well, part of that, which a lot of people didn't catch, is that his comp- his production company produced Minari. Yep. Yep. Um, so a lot of people thought it was just, oh, she's just excited to see Brad Pitt. Because yeah, of course no. you, of course you are. But yep. then then it kind of went further that you know, even though his company produced the movie that he wasn't necessarily on set, you know, overseeing yeah. it. No, that that's on both levels. Exactly. I'm glad you said that. Cause that was, I knew that beforehand um, about his company. And then I read obviously afterwards more about it. And that just made me, it was like a very warm hearted, like it made me feel good. I was like, that was great. And like Brad Pitt, they walked off stage together. It was all just like, I was like, that, that was great. She seemed genuinely happy and Brad Pitt did as well. It was just a nice heartwarming moment. I thought she's just an absolute sweetheart. She's, yep. she's, she's yep. incredible. And I, I guess, agree. I guess she's like a legend in Korean film. Oh, really? That um, I heard someone, um, I think it was the next best picture podcast, if I'm remembering right, that okay. they kind of compared her to like the Meryl Streep of Korean film. Oh, okay. just with, with how with how like per, um with with all, all the work she's done and, and awards and everything and how beloved she is, that that was kind of their approximation. But, That's um, awesome. And then this That's was awesome. the first time, at least for me, first time I'd seen her or anything, and probably about a lot of American audiences had seen her as well yeah. but yeah she, she's a delight yeah i i haven't like i said i haven't even seen so she won she won i guess we should preface it she won supporting actress right supporting actress yep not yeah okay so she won that for minari and i haven't even seen minari but um i'm glad Hamilton, i'm glad you said meryl street that i mean i think i have to watch this tonight now because 
I am a huge, I, I believe I mentioned this before, a huge Devil Wears Prada. Like, I, I love that movie. I don't With think Meryl you mentioned Star- that, I don't actually. Think you have I thought that. we at, at the, uh, the Rob, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that I, was, I, I mean, maybe it came up as, yeah, uh, as like an honor, honorable get, mention moment yeah, for the rom coms. I get, I get uh, made fun but, of that, and I'm going to stand by it. I oh, love that. Movie. I, I like the movie, too. I, I think love I enjoyed that. it. I enjoyed love it a lot. I, we were Neil, just... have you seen it? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no, we gotta watch it tonight. That or wait, me, let's see where it's streaming. We'll talk about different ends of the <laughs> Just completely, your two choices are the devil wears Prada or, or all the way over here. Neil, you gotta pick one. I think I know because which one to choose, one, even without Neil. No, much about waves, depending on what you pick tonight. The Who other is one, on Amazon Prime? The other one, we're picking Hambone, myself, and you are watching on your wedding day. So it's either Waves or Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> uh, good luck with my wife with that one. So I'm having we'll to do that in. on the movie <laughs> so on the wedding day. So yeah, we'll, we'll be in. Let's get up early. Uh yeah, <laughs> I can. Uh, I can hop on Devil Wears Prada <laughs> yeah. here. Let's do a little. We'll, Prada. we'll get up at six a.m. and then go back to bed for an hour or two afterwards. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. We'll get a, a nice matinee performance or late that's, night, depending that's, that's on like how you want to look on like it. Pre-matinee. Yeah. Could be a late, it could be a Friday, Saturday morning, late night film. But Devil Wars Prada is a, I, I love, I, for whatever reason, I like that movie a lot. It's got Vinny Chase in it, Neil. If that's it. Yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing that here. My favorite handbone, I have a feeling you're going to agree, is my boy Nigel. That's that's Stanley Tucci, right? The, yeah, the 100%. That's Stanley yeah. Tucci. I've, I've only seen it once. I've only seen it once. Once I do like that you've liked I do like that you agree by only by only seeing it once because I, I I don't know but did it get even get good reviews I have no idea let's I, see I IMDb six point nine out of ten rotten okay. tomatoes seventy five percent oh okay yeah that's that's, a, that's pretty that's pretty that's, good that's about right for a movie like that yeah I would agree I would say seven out of ten uh, yeah. It's a nice like rainy day, rainy day rom com. Uh, it's not raining man. tonight, so. That's <laughs> waves. It is, bro, man. Dude, if anything's waves, a rainy day, it it's is. waves. <laughs> yeah, waves. I waves is so. a rainy so. day for an entire month movie. <laughs> just like, just get ready for it. Yeah, it's been it's been raining the past couple of days here. Perfect time for waves. And maybe for you. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> to be honest, most days are a good time to, are a good day to watch waves. If we're if hey, we're speaking the truth here, one thing, one thing, Neil. Jokes aside, the soundtrack of waves or the score, unbelievable. Yeah, get the term right. Handbone. What do you think? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. And I'm looking something up right now. Um, there's an are there is it the article? Is that what you're talking about? No. Um, I need to make sure I'm right on this. Because if you want to know who did the music for Waves, it's our boys, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Love that. <laughs> That's actually wild. See? Comes full circle, Neil. Uh, like I said, it's not raining. Um, one, one of these days. <laughs> But yeah, the the music the music is awesome in that movie. It, it's it's awesome. Nothing short of that. Yeah, there there was. Maybe we'll wait. Um, I'll wait to send it until Neil watches. 
but there, I think it was like a New York Times or I think it was New York Times. I should just what what okay. But, what is the closest movie you can compare it to? You can't compare it to anything, dude. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Hamilton will get you with that. No, I was I was thinking I was kind of going to say the same thing. There's nothing. I mean, I'm sure there's something, but there's nothing that immediately comes to mind as a close approximation. Uh, Not that so I can what come I was, up with off the cuff, at least. What I was going to just mention, though, is that there is an article that I read, and I, I think it's the New York Times, and I think we talked about it, Hambone, that the waves the movie got, it's like Kanye, um, I think Kendrick Lamar, and Frank Ocean for sure. Like They got, long story short, it was like the producers, the director, like everybody got th- these artists on board after like presenting the film and being like, we need your song. I think it was Frank Ocean, especially was like, my music is not going in movies. Like, unless you like talk to me about it and I give the approval and they got him, they showed him like the original, the original film before the, before getting his okay. And he's like, yep, I'm, I'm good. Put my, put my songs in it. Long story short. With that being said, the only other movie I would say that waves, well, there's a couple actually promising young woman for sure waves for sure midsummer in a different way it it they're movies that like you watch them and for a couple days after you're like this really was like like it you think about it you know it stays with you and you're like this was presenting topics and just a film in a different light than a lot of other movies I yeah. mean that makes sense because Midsummer d- cannot escape my brain after I saw that. <laughs> oh, when yeah, you mentioned Midsummer is different than Waves. It's it's not the same. When you mentioned Promising Young Woman in that example there, when I when I saw that in theaters, for the last I don't know, 10, 15 minutes of the movie, my my jaw was literally hanging open. <laughs> and I then told me that, yeah. And then after the movie ended, I walked out to the car, still had it open. I had <laughs> driven into Wisconsin. I'm sorry, I had a nice, nice long drive for me because theaters weren't open in Minnesota at that time. They were in Wisconsin, at least not any shit that were showing that movie. And for the first, I don't know, 10 minutes into the drive, so a good for like 20, 30 minutes, my jaw was just open. I didn't, I didn't put on any music or podcast. I just sat in silence in the car, just like thinking about what I just saw. And the ending for Promising Young Woman is kind of where it either really gains or loses the, the, individual audience there and what they think of the movie um but going back to waves and similar movies i guess on imdb for what it's worth on the more like this um and they all kind of apply have you guys seen honey boy yes i could see that sort of i, I would have see i wouldn't have thought of it but when they when they mention it i can see the similarities i can see it but waves stuck with me way more than honey boy did oh yeah um mid 90s they mention the florida, oh i could see that one the florida project okay mid 90s and florida project seem more similar than waves does yeah they're, they're definitely imperfect comparisons but i can see where the where they yeah. would find it the seems like those those two are those two are more like, oh, this is like a real life situation that happens. Whereas Waves is like, holy fuck, I can see myself in high school having this happen to me or a friend or whoever, whatever. Not to give too much away, but it, that, I don't know, that just hit home. 
Neil, you got to watch. Uh, yeah, just to get in a movie club and then we'll just go from think there. About it, Neil, you could have been joining in on this conversation. Yeah, Neil, whole, you really could have. Whole you talk really about that movie. But now I get to use my imagination while you're talking. You know, someone think that's just as fun. Also, not in this I case. Just, <laughs> I just realized and thought of. I mean, this this we're, we're speaking live here, listeners. Waves. Once we get Neil to, once we con Neil into watching. <laughs> It, wait, I like how you admit do... for what it is that you're oh, yeah. trying to con yeah. me. At, at this point, yeah, at this point, you're right, Neil. We're gonna have to con you into it. And at this point, though, once we once we do con him into it, Hambone, I think we need to have an entire podcast directed only towards waves, or at least movies like waves. That's gonna be an emotional one. I don't know if we can. Yeah, yeah. get ready to cry. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> I'm very down. I mean, that's gonna happen. That we gotta get Neil to watch first of all. Yeah, that, that's an that's a pretty important step into that plan. We will. Hopefully after next movie group week, because like I said, there's only two choices uh to pick if I can get my movie to win. <laughs> I would have to I would I would bet that if it happens. We're, we're, so we're, so <laughs> so how how is it decided then? Um, which, so then does someone else have to pick from that? Yeah, we essentially have a wheel that gets spun, and we we'll, we'll do like a Zoom call and do a share screen, and the wheel spins, and whoever's movie it lands on, they're the one that I guess uh, leads the movie group the following week, and then they pick the category for whoever movie has not been picked yet to nominate a movie for. And Dirk wants to do a very specific category, sounds like. Oh, about as specific as you can be That's without not true. just saying I'm picking the movie Waves as my category. <laughs> I disagree. Listeners, I disagree. Here's why. So Neil's right. You, you, The person who's picking or the person whose movie is this week has yet to pick a category. But when she does, I'm then going to, you know, give a movie for the category. If mine wins... My category, like I already said, at least has some options. Hambone said to the group chat with Neil in it, obviously, as you'll remember, Neil, Hambone's thought was movies with Kelvin Harrison Jr. as the star in high school with oceans in it. That one was a little more <laughs> descriptive than mine. I, don't know I, I said we, oceans, but you said something it, like that. Maybe that maybe like with waves in the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, so we, even we, more so then. We talked about that, and then like we, we like Googled movies with the waves in the title, and it was like it was a lot more than we thought. <laughs> yeah, but there, but Calvin Harrison Jr. is in another movie yeah. where he where he's yes, in high school. Yes, I was going to say that. Have you seen that? Loose. Yes, yes, a great movie. And he was in another one with the ocean in the background. It's that one when he is he is an, an artist. Um, it was a guitar. What is it? Is it? In the last couple of years, the girl from uh, Fifty Shades of Grey's in it. Oh, um, the high note. The high note, yeah. And also, he didn't know he could sing. Unbelievable voice. Un- unfair that he could like, do that. Like, truly unbelievable. Uh, but yeah, that was also a good movie. And Loose, Loose. Neil, you need to watch Loose. Uh, I'm I'm googling <laughs> it here right now. I, I asked, this one I never actually heard of. Hey, Came out the same like year Loose? as Waves. Um, yep. Not as much as Waves, clearly. Yeah, I think I, I, he he's again incredible in it. Yep. But the yep. the rest of the movie didn't quite work as well for me. But it's it's still good, and he, and he 
he alone is, is worth seeing it, I think. Yeah, I, I'm pretty like 95% positive you told me to watch Loose Hambone, and I did. And then I looked up him afterwards, and that's how I got to Waves. So we can all thank Hambone for, for the Waves. Thank you, Hambone. <laughs> Just I really appreciate watch. that. Just wait till you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can thank me later after you watch that amazing uh, piece of art. It really is. Like, there's that's, would you say top five Hambone movies of your life? no but if we're talking emotional response to a movie well, top one th- then then it's way up there yeah um honestly number one maybe this is gonna come as a surprise is Midsummer? my is my dog skip oh interesting so okay. i saw it once when i was i don't know eight or something whenever it came out and have you guys seen that movie Yes, a long rem- time ago. Yeah, do you remember it's, that movie? It's it's the kid with from Malcolm in the Middle, right? I think so. The only thing I remember, and this part just wrecked me as a kid, is when when Skip, when like the farmer guy, like hits him with the with like the garden hoe oh, or the spade. Oh. Mm-hmm. I legitimately thought I just saw a dog get murdered on a movie screen. Yeah, that's, that's fair. fair. It, I forgot about that. It it tore me apart. Yeah, and Neil, it was, you it was, are right. It was terrible. It was terrible, but in my in my adult life, waves is up there. Maybe maybe clouds. Do you guys see clouds on Disney Plus? So. The Do you guys know the the Zach Sobiek story? I know um, I know what movie you're talking about. Oh, I, I did not watch it. He's the yeah, the the yeah. teen from Minnesota. He had the song "Clouds" go like super viral back in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, oh, what year was that? Twenty ten, somewhere around there. 2012 and and so i i watched that and um so it was me my roommate casey and and his girlfriend maria and me and maria are just like bawling by the end of it and casey just sitting over there just (laughs) stone-faced sounds about right yeah but but that one i think the minnesota connection didn't got a little bit too um but that that one that one's up well, there, but waves, yeah. waves is well, probably and, above that though. Well, and that I have not seen that, but I, I, I now know what you're talking about. That one clearly, too, being based on a an actual true story, adds another layer. Whereas waves, to me, kind of like we talked about, like that w- wasn't based on a true story, but it just seems like it could be so real. I think is like, I don't know, just pulls at the heartstrings. That's one way to put it. What do you think? More like punches the heartstrings, maybe. Yeah, okay. I was trying to not go down that route. So our boy Neil would watch Hambone. I think he's gotten Although, the point being, over, yeah, over how intense said, it is. Yeah, with that being said, I don't think I don't we need to con him into watching it. You know how the only way it's gonna work. You get, your yeah, plan has there. to be executed. <laughs> Check back in a week. Good thing this podcast is weekly, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think um, that'll close us out for the little Oscar movie talk there. And we can move into, into Hey Hamage for the week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to lead it off, Dirk? You want me? Speaking of movies, Hey Hambone. I, I'm very excited for this. And I, this is a Hey Neil and a Hey Hambone. But we'll go Hambone first. What is your favorite Disney Channel original movie? Ooh. I already have mine. Yep, I knew you would, and I bet we have the same one. Um, 
I mean, the I don't Hamhoon's think it's gonna same hit ones. gonna hit us with Hamhoon. Well, I'm gonna shut up actually. Um, I'm probably gonna say, gosh, it's so close. Should we, oh, wait, should we do there? There's, three, there's three that I'm thinking of. Okay, boom. But if I rewatch them now, I bet I know what my number one would be. No, I, it'd be different than the three. Yeah, just no, give me your favorite growing up Disney Channel original movie. Um, there's five seconds, Br- there's Brink, obviously. <laughs> Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, and um, The Luck of the Irish. Okay, okay, Neil? Oh, Brink, hands down. Yeah, boom, boom. I don't, I don't know, it's just one because it was kind of a sports movie. At that time, you know, Tony Hawk was a very popular video game too. You know, it got the extreme sports going on. Um, That's a good connection I did not think about. Yeah, I mean. very fair. Yeah, I, I wasn't even thinking about it until like just now when you, when you were asking me about it. Um, I couldn't even tell you any anyone who was in the movie, but I can picture all their faces. What was the name? Was it was it the Sud Puppies? Is that the name of the team? I think so. That sounds I think right. so. No, that was a, that's a great name. I pre, if I'm thinking of the right picture, it's a great logo too. I know I gotta look that up. I I think that is that's certainly something, but I think it was Brink, right? The Sud Puppies, Soul Skaters. Hmm. I think was Soul Skaters were they like the rival? I think that yeah, I'm look, I'm trying to figure it out, not, but it, yeah, I I could be mixing up so many things. I haven't seen that movie in in a very long time. It that is a good point though that you just said, Hamon, about uh, like rewatching them. I didn't think about it that way. So definitely now, it honestly would probably be High School Musical. Music, I. I, I've I've grown to love musicals over the last several years. That would be, be that oh, be your be, number one because because Disney Channel because of the music because of the music. Really, I haven't watched any any Disney Channel original movie in a long time. Not even <laughs> like a, a, a few, any even amount of them. Like not even any clips, but just given. You know, like The Greatest Showman, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, those kind of movies that are just so much fun to watch. I would imagine High School Musical would would be up there. But there's a lot of good ones. I mean, Smart House is also a classic. That's a that's a great one. That's a really good one. Um, oh, what's the basketball one? Double double teamed. Oh yeah, is that the one, Dirk? Is that the one we watched like last Christmas or two Christmases ago? With with the oh, yeah. with the twins. Yeah, one hundred percent. The the. Uh... The feet, the foot movement up and yeah, down. Yeah, isn't it? There's there, like yeah. three seconds left, but it seems like it lasts about 30 seconds. Yeah. And that's just... where she does like 13 ball fakes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and just moving her feet up and down like that's like, you know, messing up the defender. Oh. Uh, I, I will say the one. So what you said, Image, I, I am with you. I had not watched or seen any of these movies in like forever, obviously. But I watched when Disney Plus came out a couple of years ago and I got that subscription. I watched Johnny Tsunami. Love that movie. And I my three, I would say, are Brink, Johnny Tsunami, and I think, although I need to go back and look at the list, I think Motocross is the other one that I liked. Neil? 
What you want me to agree with that? What what no, do you I want, you to, I want you to pick I want you to pick your three. Uh no, I think I'm just gonna stick with that one. I'm just gonna stick with Brink, my number one. Okay, but what about top three? Not no, in any order, just no, I, I told you I'm just gonna stick with Brink. That doesn't seem fun. That was the original <laughs> question. Uh, that is fair. fair. I, fair. I agree with you too that number one is Brink. I agree with that for sure. I don't know. Luck of the Irish Ambone, that that was also on the and Smart House. Very good choices. Do you know that Brink was the was the third movie, like the, the third Disney original? No. Way. It was that early? What were it the was, first two then? Um Under Wraps and, and You Lucky Dog. Let me look these up. I yeah, don't I don't you, it was Under those. Wraps. Yeah, Under Wraps was like a, a Halloween one with a with a mummy. I, the poster looks familiar, but I don't think I ever watched that one. Yeah. Um, but then, so that was 97. You Lucky Dog was June of 98. And then Brink was August of 98. And they just cranked these guys out. I mean, TV yeah. movies are super cheap to make typically. It did seem like it was. Nonstop. Yeah, it did seem like it was at that when we were like nine years old. There was like every couple Fridays. It's like, okay. A new Disney Channel original movie is coming out. Right. Okay, I think I saw you, Lucky Dog, now that I'm looking at it here. What happened in the movie? Couldn't tell you, but. <laughs> I feel like I watched watched so many of these, but then looking through that list of movies, there's a lot that I, yep. one, just haven't seen, and two, don't even recognize the title of. I am very with you. I have the list pulled up now, and I definitely agree. Alley Cat Strike. I remember that one. The bowling movie. Jet Jackson, the movie. Also a good one. Oh, Cadet God. That show, that show was awesome. Jet, famous Jet Jackson. Yeah, can't speak. Jet Jackson. Yeah. I, I loved that show. Yeah, I'm with you. Wasn't, wasn't. Oh, this is going to be dumb if I'm wrong. Wasn't Jet Jackson the same as the same actor as Smart House? Um, maybe not. Maybe not. I don't maybe remember not. that being the case. Jet Jackson was Chris Comer in the Friday Night Lights movie, though. The backup running back. What was it? What was the Disney Channel movie? Um, no, oh, so Ryan. I'm sorry, Ryan, Ryan Merriman, who was in Smart House, he was in Luck of the Irish. Okay, okay. I'm thinking I got it now. Here we go. You sure I you have it? This is right. Yeah, I'm just trying to <laughs> confirm. Sorry. Just trying to confirm. Why are you looking yep. up? What are you trying to Knew confirm? It. Okay. Knew it. Care to share with the class? I think I'm wrong. Actually, never mind. <laughs> you sound pretty confident though. What were you? Even I thought I up? was right. I thought I was right. What is going on? What are I'm you even gonna, looking up? I'm not even going to share it until I know I'm right or wrong. No, I'm wrong. Not sharing it. <laughs> how? How? Not anti- sharing it. How anticlimactic is that? Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty anticlimactic. But I'm not. Uh, not sharing it. Will you at least tell us what you were looking up? Definitely not. Oh, wait, I am right. I am right. Unbelievable. Uh, are, you, Unbelievable. are you sure? <laughs> Unbelievable. 
right? Wait. Uh, if you I, tell we, us, we don't know. If you tell Wait. us, we can help you figure out if you're right. Ryan Merriman. Ryan Merriman. Yep. Luck of the Irish. Yep. Smart House. Yep. Done. Yeah. I just needed to see it for myself. That's what you were looking up? Yes. I told you that. I know you said something along those lines, but I was like Googling it and I wasn't really listening. <laughs> Clearly. What what did you see that made you think you were wrong? Well, at one point, Taj Mari came up. And I was like, that's not who I'm looking at. Oh, that's a smart guy. Smart guy, exactly. That came up when I was typing in smart house. That was not what I was looking at. So then I got super confused. What is it? Is he acting in anything these days? Taj Mowry? Yeah. He was in, um, oh, what's that show called? Um, is it called? It's, it's over it. But um, Baby Daddy, it was an ABC family show about this this young guy who becomes a single dad. And, and Taj Mowry is one of his best friends. Hmm. It's didn't watch that. Wasn't he? In, uh... I, I actually watched the whole thing. It's not very good, but it's it's better. It's better than you'd expect it to be, given the premise and that it's on ABC Family. Okay. And he was in he was a brother in um the brother, I think, in Sister Sister with, with the twins. Yep. Right? Yeah, Neil knows that one. Hell he yeah. he was. He was a he was a cousin in Sister Sister. For just a few, cousin. just a few episodes. Uh, whatever, same just, thing. For just yep. a few episodes, but no, he was also one of Michelle Michelle Tanner's friends in Full House. Oh, interesting. Teddy, but yeah, then Smart Guy was his his big one, and he hasn't done much since. Oh, he's in a he's in a. Oh, this was one episode, not a not a movie. One episode of a show this year. Are you looking at Family Reunion? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> I was about to say it as well. All right. Uh next next question. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a doozy. Um, I always love some uh, good Disney talk. <laughs> with uh with the NFL draft coming up, Hambitch, do you have any usual draft rituals you go through on draft day for the Ooh. first night? And after that, who do you want the Vikings to take in the first round? Go. Good questions. Um to answer the first question, no. My own, my only tradition or anything is just watching it. I don't really do anything. Um, no special plans on Thursday. No, honestly, I'll probably have it on mute on the second TV in my living room. And I'll just watch the picks and I'll turn, I'll check in live for the Vikings pick probably. Um, maybe what's going to be on your first TV? Uh, probably Survivor still. Just continuing waves. to cru- just crush through that. Maybe waves. You never know. Um, for the Vikings pick, probably defensive back. But I, I'm, I'm also kind of of the mind when you're picking kind of. I can't remember what pick they have honestly. When you're kind of picking mid mid pack, you can also just go best player available. I feel like that's kind of an odd spot where you're not going to maybe not going to get one of the top prospects at the position you want. And it's maybe hard to find a a value pick. Whereas you find someone end of the first round, maybe who's who falls 
Um, but I, I hope they can take someone on the on in the defensive backfield who can, or um, defensive back who can kind of start day one, or could potentially start day one. Who? So Vikings, I don't, I have no idea where they pick, but I would guess so the middle of the draft, right? For number fourteen. Okay, oh, were that okay. high? So who? I thought we were in the twenties, but who would you pick? I mean, that just shows, shows want... how much I just don't follow. <laughs> actual draft news aside from the top, like the top few prospects as much as i love football and the vikings if if they don't have like a top top five pick where i'm gonna know the prospect i mean there are so many players like anyone on defense i guess drafted i'm not really gonna know their name sure outside of like the, the top few quarterbacks and some of the receivers and then like big name players like just the 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 college players on defense just don't get as much publicity typically. So it's, unless you're doing the actual research, it, it's harder to kind of get those players in mind. That's fair. Who would you say your number one cornerback pick would be for the Vikings? If you could choose one. Did you, did you, you not did you know, were no, you no, not just no, listening no. to him? I listened to everything, but the fact you don't have, one person. Do you I, not have one person? I I can. I understand that you don't have like eight people to pick. No, from. I cannot name one. I cannot name one draft eligible defensive back. See, I did listen, both of you, but this is why I'm asking this. What? Last year, Neil knows this because I didn't say to you, Hamron, but Neil knows it. The number one only person I wanted the Packers to pick that I thought was legitimate would have been just Justin Jefferson wide receiver who obviously the Vikings picked. And so why I'm asking this question, Hambone, is that I am obsessed with, uh, I think his name is Greg. What's his first name? I'm blanking on it now, but the Northwestern cornerback, Greg. Newsom. Oh, you mean you don't know his name? Well, can't I know his too, last Can't be too obsessed. No, 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 no. It's either, it's Craig. I think it's Craig. It is Craig. Just wanted to make, Newsom for sure the last time. Greg Newsom is the second from Northwestern. I want the Packers to draft him very badly, and he's a cornerback. I have a funny feeling the Vikings are going to draft Greg Newsom, and I want to be very upset two years in a row. And I just was curious if you wanted him to have up. I, I have no idea who he is until right now. So, sure, let's take him. Why not? I honestly bet the Vikings will pick him two years in a row. That's all I got to say about that. All right. We will see. We'll see. Wait, wait, wait. Dirk, is he related to Craig Newsom? No. That's why I was looking up to make sure I got the first name right. Everybody thinks it's Craig, Craig, C-R-A-I-G, son, but it's not. It's Greg Newsom the second, and it's different. But I do understand why you'd think that. Because I did as well until I looked it up today, this morning. All right. Yeah, he does seem to be a projected first round pick. So we'll see. Any other questions for this week? Or is it just going to be a, a one and done each? I just had the one. I don't know if Dirk has any more. What did you think of that pizza picture that I sent you to? I know I can't uh, elaborate on it because there isn't a photo on a podcast 
but what did you two think? Yeah, so it's this thing called Altoona style. I didn't look click on the link. Is that Altoona, Wisconsin? Or is that a different Altoona? I looked it up too. Is Altoona? It's probably is it, is Pennsylvania. It Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. As soon as I said that, I did not think it'd be Altoona, Wisconsin. Just but um so it's the best way to describe it is like lasagna pizza is what it looks like. It's not like layered, but it's super thick with sauce and what looks to be just a melted craft single on top. Oh, that's what it absolutely looks like. I think it looks disgusting, if we're being honest. Yeah, Neil, I loved Neil's response of just, uh, is that a craft single on top? I mean, just craft singles by themselves aren't exactly the most appetizing cheese out there. Right. Though, though to be fair, the, the, the account, the Twitter account you sent it from, it he does say it is way better than you think from from the look at the picture. I would hope so because it looks like garbage. Yeah, it's something that I think you have to try once if you're around it, but I uh, wouldn't go out of my way. I don't know what have to try. Yeah, I I don't think it's a have to try. I think it's uh it's an okay to pass on that one. I think I disagree with you too. You got to try it. All right, well, find us a place where we can get it, and Venmo Ordinance us. Got you. And Venmo us some money for a slice. All right, I'll we'll meet do you it. in Wisconsin for one. All right, anything else, or is that going to close us out? That is all for me. All for me, as well. All right. Well, that was another good episode. Hope hope you guys enjoyed that one as much as we enjoyed enjoyed making it. A lot of good movie talk there. A lot of good attempts to convince Neil to watch waves we'll see if it bears any fruit or not or it will just a matter of when eventually um, it's a ticking time bomb it's about to get to go off at some point there it's we go tick, 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 tick. And, and always be sure to subscribe if you're not already apple stitcher spotify anywhere you can find podcasts you can find us there as well and you can follow us on twitter and instagram at gnome boys pod for dirk and neil this is matt hambage and we'll see you all next time Bye.